Boom. Recording now. All right. So welcome to another edition of My Life in Rambles. Uh, we got a good show uh, today. Um, there's a gang of us here. Uh, we're all going to try to figure this out. Um, uh, the person next to me is, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Corday Snell. What's up, everybody? Yeah. Tell them where you're from. From the Bay Area, uh, Richmond, California. Stand up. You know, graduated from UC Santa Barbara. That'll work. That'll work. And then, uh, and then we got uh, my man. Robert Amoto, uh, Sacramento, California. That's what's up. Uh, uh, and then we have. Don't worry about who you got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. Just mm-hmm. happy to be here. I don't know if you heard about it. Uh, we got uh, uh, my boy Brent Ernst uh, from out of town coming in to do uh, uh, Laughs Unlimited 40 for 40. That's fun, man. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Talk a little more about that, about uh, doing the um, uh, stand up with headphones on. Yeah, it's a first, man. Yeah. 23 years of doing it. I've, I've, I've only been outside one other time, and that was um, the first uh, year of the Comedy Central Festival in South Beach. We were on, like, an outside stage. Yeah. So that was only my second time ever to do it. Seriously? Outside, yeah. Really? Dude, like, yeah. uh, uh, as, as, a, as, I guess, a comic that started, what, probably, what, uh, about 10 years after you? That's all I would do sometimes is just out, outside shit. Man. Really? You guys have a lot of that out here? A lot of it outside shit. Yeah. So it would be like, you. it's so funny because uh, that's, another, that's another obstacle you have to deal with in stand-up because uh, there's no ceiling. So laughs, they all leave. Laughter goes up. So it's like, shit, man, a lot of times you think you're bombing. You think you're eating shit because uh, there's no... Uh, oh, no, you were. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I told you were doing cool, yeah, but yeah, not. No, no, you were. Yeah. No. yeah. So uh, we got that. And then... Um, and Robert, you did it too. You were hosting, huh? Yeah. Uh, it is. I mean, it takes something to get used to, man, because there's cars driving by and shit. We're and all distracted by the fight right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're watching. Yeah. You just say that too. We're watching the UFC fight. Stipe Miocic and uh, Cormier. Yeah. Who? No plan. The uh, oh, oh oh, but uh, I was gonna say. Uh, speaking of being outside and doing shows, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what you called was them doing an outside show. Do you hear about this, uh, Jay Okerson? Yeah, big oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, what happened yeah, with yeah, that? Yeah, I saw yeah. a video. So yeah, yeah. They uh, apparently he was uh, he was doing a set, and I guess there was a lady in the audience, and she was causing drama. That she kept heckling everybody, and then I guess the owner was like, "You want me to shut her up?" And Jay's like, "No, I'll just make her part of the show. Don't worry, I'll, I'll take care of it." Like like <laughs> like like a gentleman, yeah, like like, like a comic would. And so apparently uh, he went out there um, and did was doing his set, and then you know after a while he's like, "You know what? I think it is time for her to go." And and and, and so her family, her and her husband and the brother and all this other you know uh people they asked him to leave and apparently the the brother got pissed off and ran broke away ran back and was on stage and pushed jay off stage and then, no no, no uh, i thought he grabbed his ankles and it looked pulled. like he got yanked yeah. off oh he got yeah. yanked so off so that was from what i heard that was uh lewis uh what's his name oh lewis uh, Gu- uh um g gomez yeah okay, okay. yeah yeah right yeah, it was. I think that's what I heard. That was running from the back. That's running oh, to, yeah. to try and, and help Jay, and then and, and I guess he got pulled from the ankles or oh, something. Fuck, fuck. It looked like he was sitting down, right? Yeah, was yeah. he sitting on yeah. the stool? Jay's a big dude. That yeah. must have been a strong-ass guy. <laughs> yeah, to pull. yeah, definitely. There was no one close to the stage. It's like, so there's like a Yeah, there's like a space right there. And when I first watched it, I thought... Huh. I thought Gomez from the back like pushed. I thought that's, that just came from the back because that's, that's what, what it looked like. And then and then I watched it again. I was like, someone grabbed. His yeah, because I only seen him it once, and that's what yeah. that's what I thought. I thought someone yeah. came from behind and pushed him. Oh, yeah, okay. I seen it once too. And I thought that's the same actually thing. Lewis. Uh, I think trying to trying to help him. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Damn, but it's like that's crazy. Have you had? Has, has anybody had anybody attack them or come on stage? I'm a big fucking dude, so no. <laughs> <laughs> People be like, yo, be like. Like oh yo okay Corday all right that's cool uh huh all right you know give me the game and look but they ain't gonna do shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's done huh yeah 
Robert, you ain't never had nobody like. No, I, I've had a dude give me the look like, move on with your crowd work. Uh, <laughs> I, I went to, the first time I ever went to uh, touch a class was on Martin Luther King Day. Uh-huh. And so it was packed in there, like Santa room only. And I started roasting everyone. It was going cool. And I got to one dude who was playing chess. He wasn't facing me, but he had a big gold chain on. Yeah. And I said something about him. I was like, this motherfucker's playing chess. And then he turned around and looked. No one laughed. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, shit, wrong dude. He gives me a look like you're, doing, like you're cool, but you move on with it. I, so I just moved on. He said, I found you a little bit cool. You, are you? Anybody ever fuck with you? Nah, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The, um, I, I don't think I've had anybody um, run up on stage or even, even like a heckler, too. Like, I, I may have had someone that's, that's tried to... Uh, but then it's like I learned that lesson on how to like turn the crowd against the person because mm-hmm. that's one of, that's one of the things I learned because at first when I first started doing stand up I was like all about confrontation I'm like well fuck you just they're just facing the opportunity let's no, I'm after this mic let's yeah I never up. do that okay very polite where'd you learn this lesson from I, I'm always yelling the uh, uh who, what was the woman in San Jose what happened there because I was I was away. Uh, and then there was like uh, something was happening on the side. Remember you were at, at the improv, and something was happening on the side, and they ended up they ended up getting up and leaving. But I don't it, remember. But they were like, because uh, they were they were saying something. It was it was a, it was a it was, was a woman. I on stage? It was a woman. Yeah, it was a woman, and she. It's always uh, a woman. I'll about to say that. But it's always her, a white woman. They but always it starts something. It was the crowd that made the the the, the, the security and Ernst had tell them they had to leave. The crowd made the lady leave. Mm. <laughs> I was like. Dude, our nice. last time up in uh, Seattle at the Underground, that lady blacked out and passed out during your oh, set. You shit. didn't see. Oh, I had to shit. help her. She passed out in the back. I had to help her up, like mm-hmm. get walk her out. Yeah. And she's walking out, and I'm like helping her with her. Up. She goes, and she goes, I'm so sorry. And she thought I was her boyfriend. And then <laughs> I didn't know the relationship with the couple, so this dude was like, Nah, she's cool. I'll take her home. And then I didn't realize, like, did I just help him? Did he drug her? <laughs> and I helped him. Like, I want to be on camera. Did like, I make an put assist? Him in her hand. Are you an accessory? <laughs> dude, yeah. did I tell you that just switching gears? I uh-huh. was in the airport man and um i forgot where i was flying in from but maybe dallas but the there was a girl a lady didn't speak english right mm-hmm. and she asked me to help her yeah so i'm checking her in you know helping her with that and then i'm taking her to the line and i'm, ca- I'm helping her carry her bag and she's acting like she doesn't you know <laughs> so we go through i go come with me so we go through the security and i, I put the bag on and then Right, and she goes ahead, and then as as the bag's going through, mm-hmm. I see the guy look, and they stop, and then they then they start bringing the drug dogs in, and I'm like, yo, this uh, is, yeah. she she just may be an accessory to smuggling, <laughs> like they had her, and uh, you know she was like acting like I don't know English, yeah, but I think she was you know sneaking some sh- some some shit on the plane, yeah, she or trying to mm-hmm. smuggle some shit, <laughs> dude, I just took off. <laughs> I did. I ran. I went. I, went. I didn't even wait because I was gonna. She asked me to show her where, to, like, I was gonna show her where her gate was. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh shit! The cop stopped her. I just backed out like, uh, like, like the Pink Panther. Remember? They <laughs> just got the hell out of there, man. You got honey dicked. She was like, dude, I wasn't even thinking. Yeah, you were just like, I'm just trying to be helpful, be a nice dude, but they got you all on camera and putting right, it on yeah. the conveyor belt. And I was helping her with her bag. Nah, man. Uh, it was a trip though. Oh, we're watching this fight. Fucking who, who, who's winning right now? I don't Your know. mom. Oh shit! <laughs> that bitch is that bitch. Your hard ass mom. That bitch stay winning. <laughs> she, she Your hard ass mom made that uh, with her fingernails. <laughs> made, the, made the M. Made the monster signal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> with her, with her new French press. <laughs> uh, 
uh, yeah, no, I thought you, I thought you meant the whole octagon. I thought you, my mom was hella handy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> mom, mom put that shit together. She built it from the ground up. No, um, you, you bitch ass dad watched. <laughs> <laughs> bitch ass dad brought lemonade. Yeah, your, your hard ass mom asked him for a, a, a Phillips head screwdriver. He's like, I don't know which one that is. The flat. Tell me which one. He's like, he find everything. Yeah. If I come over there and I find it, you gonna fuck him up. Hard ass mom. Hard ass mom got hella tools. She got more tools than uh, <laughs> popping out from under a car. Yeah. <laughs> bitch ass dad used to write his name on video games he lent out. <laughs> you remember that shit? You remember kids? Oh hell, right hell yeah! Hell <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah! But hey, hey, hey! I'm learning this. This I ain't got no scratches on it. Yeah, I better have scratches when I get this shit back. Yeah, yeah. I better be able to play this shit still. I don't. I forgot about. I don't know if we lent it. I don't think I lent none of my friends anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's because you didn't have nothing. Yeah, that's <laughs> a little. But I'm saying, I, I don't know if we did that, man. If you, we were borrowing shit, I know I stole this kid Smurfs. <laughs> yeah, wait, like what? a box of them, man. You were like, you're like, yeah. Smurfs? Yeah, like the little Smurfs. I, I, I stole them and I gave them to my little brother as like a gift. Wow. There's wow. like 50 Smurfs in there. Dude, Don't time, ever say I never gave you nothing. <laughs> one time I uh, uh, I felt bad because I, I, I punched I punched Marcos when, when we were kids and then I felt really bad. And uh, so like the next day I went to Ross and I stole a pair of us. Damon Stoudemire's. There was some Damon Stoudemire's. There. I don't know if you remember what that yeah. shit looked like. They were do- I don't know why they were at Ross. But I stole them. I stole. A, I stole the box of them, and I, and I brought them back. And I was like, "Here you go, brother. You know, I'm sorry." And this yada yada. And he puts the shoe on, and one's like a size six and a half, and the other's a size seven. <laughs> Did you get it, dog? Yeah. From Ross. <laughs> From Ross. Yeah. This motherfucker was walking in circles. <laughs> and they had that little plastic, uh, the loop that the, connected it. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, little plastic loop. Do you you know how to get those off? Okay. There's two ways. Like, I don't know if I told said this before, but there's two ways to get them off. One way. Um, we used to do. We used to get a butter knife and put it on the uh, the stove and get it hot, and then you you know melt it off. And then there's a little uh, there's a, there's a, a pin that goes through, and you just lift up the two prongs, and it comes right off. And you can do it with like the with the ink packs too. Mm-hmm. But the real way, the, the easier way, which I found out later on after I was fucking burning the shit out of my hands and and fucking clothes. Um, you get a speaker and you flip it over and it's got that big ass magnet yeah. and you slide it across that and it it lifts it up and then pops off. Or your mom just puts it in her teeth. Like a like a like a bottle pops it over, spits it. Then uh fuck we keep getting distracted with the fight huh? Yeah, a little bit. I'm a fucking hell. All right, yeah, no, and then um well that's the podcast, you guys. Thanks for coming. No, um, and then uh, so uh, uh, and then all of a sudden, so Ernst, you got uh, the, the the shit coming out, right? Uh, oh yeah, uh, August twenty eighth, uh, Cobra Kai is on Netflix. Nice. And it's, nice. is it going to be all three seasons at yeah. once? No, first two, so people get caught up, and then they're going to release season three, I think, in like September, maybe beginning or whatever it may be. Oh, okay. From what I know, I mean, I, I just found that out on uh, Instagram. So. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. One of the oh, producers shit. just posts <laughs> updates, so. <sighs> Which is another, which is club. We went. Yeah. You, yeah, that's it. That, that's where the girl passed out. That was another yeah. thing too. That girl passes out, and um, and I'm on stage the next night, and I'm like, uh, oh man, um, last night some girl got belligerent and passed oh, yeah. out, and we don't know what happened to her. My, and the features all scared that he he might have been an accomplice in rape. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the girl, someone in the audience goes, "I'm right here." And we're like, <laughs> "What?" She came back. She came, came back. back. <laughs> they they like the show because she kept telling me when she was walking her up, she goes, "I didn't drink that much." Mm-hmm. She goes, I need to drink that. I'm like, they all and then I realized I didn't know. I don't know the dude. I didn't talk to the dude at all. He was like, I got her. I got her. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't know like what the relationship was. 
Yeah. But yeah, I forgot but about the that. women always do. Whenever they get drunk, they always act like I know somebody must have drugged me. Yeah, yeah. No, bitch, you can't hold your liquor. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, I. I did, oh, he won. Who won? Who no, won? Not yet. Gotcha. Oh, they announced it. Okay, let's see. Who? Who? who what, how do we see these names? Uh, Dodson and uh, Davesh Avesco. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know what the hell is going on with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's got Don King. So like, animated. <laughs> let's see. They both look like uh, that dude. Looks like a like a Hobbit or some shit. Definitely hella short, man. This is right. Yeah. yeah, Dodson. Yeah, hella short, man. Yeah, they got it. All right. Let's see. Let's see. And oh, oh okay. Yeah. That's the that guy sucks, I, I, I went. I went for. I, I went. I was like, "Fuck it, I'll go with that guy." But they both seem nice kids, man. Yeah. I yeah. don't know shit about MMA. I just know like only uh, big names here and there. Mm-hmm. But when I gamble on it, that, it's all by chance. Uh, that one time, so we went and did a, a, a Tinkle and a. It's it Fitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tinkle Fitch, Fitch and uh, Tinkle. Yeah, they Smash got a, everything. They got a Parties. podcast uh, where they watched fights and shit like that. And so we go up there and it's over in San Jose. And so. I'm losing money because I'm like, fuck it. I don't know anything about this. So I'm betting and uh, I keep losing. Yeah, that's the best thing to do. When you don't know nothing about it, just go bet on it. Make it interesting, man. Make it interesting. And so, uh, uh, and I'm down like, now I'm down like 200 bucks. And these two chicks are fighting. It's uh, uh, Amanda Nunes and uh, that other, she just fought, the, the, the white chick that just fought last week or the week before last. Oh, yeah, I can't remember her name. Uh, but, yeah, and so I was like, I told Finch, I was like, all right, who's going to win? And he was like, uh, Amanda Nunes. And I was like, motherfucker, what round? And he yeah, was, yeah, he did say that because he's watching. He's not really paying attention. He goes like, yeah, but what round would you say? that?" <laughs> Everything he kept saying was like just specifically gambling. This motherfucker's only one. Because I was on the prop bets, and it was like, so it said for second round. He goes, second round. So I look up second round, uh, Amanda Nunes, and it's uh, 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 800 bucks, uh, you know, uh, so – uh, so I put a hundred bucks to win eight hundred. To win eight hundred. Yeah, right. and uh, so she's Amanda Nunes is getting her ass handled in the first and in the second, and I'm like, fuck, there goes that money. Mm-hmm. There's 24 seconds left in the match and, or in the round, and I'm like, shit, dude. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Amanda Nunes picks the girl up and dips her on her head, knocks her out cold. And I oh, went, nice. I, and I take eight hundred bucks home, and I go, all Damn. right. I was like, podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was like one of the best. Win- I don't know. Uh, what, what's it? What, you, 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 don't, you don't gamble that much, no? Nah, I don't no. gamble. You that fuck much. with it? Hell no, no, I don't fuck with it at all. No, I, think I don't either. So. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? You were you you were doing good last year, right? I hit six in a row, man. Six in a row. What's the what's your best win? Uh, that uh, when I was with you, man. Remember when I took um, Aww. Aww. when I took. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Were you with me when I took? Uh, I did a, a two game the um, parlay with. Um, we, I, I picked Auburn and uh, Miami over Notre Dame. Remember, was, we were in Vegas. Was it in South Point? I was at South Point. No, no, we were at the uh, Trop. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Remember? Okay. And okay. I was in that kid. I, I I called that kid that was like making comments. Uh huh. And I, you know, <laughs> I, <laughs> and I said, you don't, you know, <laughs> okay. no, some dude that I, 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 you know, I knew growing up was like making comments to on, on a thing. So I just, I said to my brother, give me his number. I called him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, I said, listen, man, you know, you don't know me like that, man. <laughs> it's over sports. <laughs> it's over money. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You got money on the game, man. Is but I, that was a good win because I think then we I put a hundred on that. Remember? Yeah, and I remember, and then I remember that. Uh, and and I picked both both were upsets. Mm-hmm. So I think I won like uh, I forgot it was like a nine hundred or eleven hundred or something. Yeah, because I don't I don't really gamble on college football, so I was just watching you stress. 
And uh, <laughs> because uh, what was that one too? Where you said that you were like you were sitting at a bar and a guy and you were oh like, this <laughs> is this is awful man. <laughs> so I was in you know I was again in Vegas and, and the game's on. I, I I think I took the Bears. It was the Giants and the Bears. I remember and this guy's next to me and uh, I took the Bears and the guy took the Giants. Mm-hmm. You know and I, and I ended up winning. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, and I said, uh, I said, uh, dude, uh, he goes, how much you win? I said, uh, I won 50. You know, put 50 bucks on. He goes, oh, and I go, well, how much did you? He goes, I lost ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I go, dude, what the fuck? I go, why didn't you? I would have given you my 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 juju. Yeah, <laughs> I would have been rooting with you, man. I was negating it. Like yeah. you got to tell somebody that. Yeah, when it's that much. Yeah, money, I got fifty dollars yeah. on yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, I'll, I'll definitely. throw the vibe. Oh, with you, just yeah. give me fifty bucks yeah. afterwards. Exactly. It's it's exactly. so funny that's a, a gambler uh, uh, a mentality and a gambler word too the juju like I'll give you I'll give you all my juju man, oh, <laughs> man I'm negating it you yeah. know what I mean I'm like rooting against them and yeah. you know and the dude was cool man but I wasn't a, I'm not a I'm not a dick about it unless you are yeah. dude my my brother in law is like the cooler like anything he bets on he loses like if he comes to the table we all leave oh yeah <laughs> so like we're at roulette and he was talking to uh, my sister and I kept asking him I was like hey red or black. And then they're like, he, he's like, uh, black. And then I just kept, we kept going opposite. What he was saying, we kept winning. And then this dude was like, hey, are you guys going opposite of everything? I was like, yes. <laughs> and at one time, he, he's like, I don't know this time. And I'm like, here. And I put some chips in his hand. He goes, black. <laughs> he's like seven in a row wrong. Hey, mush. A fucking mush. I was, because uh, uh, me and her frequent uh, uh, Vegas a lot together. And um, one, 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 the one trip I was there. I didn't spend anything. I just kept yeah, winning on the table. Dude. I remember that. You just walk over, put put chips on. He's like, bet. Yeah. Because we, we only had that meeting. And then um, I was just doing like 25 or 50 bucks. And uh, the dude that we had the meeting with, that Ernst had the meeting with, he was like, oh, man, you got you to gotta do at least 100. And I was like, and I, it kind of hit my ego. Like, like I ain't a bitch. I will do 100. Watch. I'll do it in front of you. And I did it. And it hit. And after that, I just kept walking. And, and Tobler was around, too. Brent Tobler was around. Yeah. And, I, and we're all kicking it. And I, and I would go walk off. Because because what I what I usually do is I'll play the roulette, and I'll look to see which what has uh, been hitting in I a like row. I like craps. That's my game. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> and then if, if it's like it, it was if it's all red, I'm like fucking. I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna go black now because uh, for some reason my head like the your bitch ass dad plays the slots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While your your hard ass mom gives him money. He's at the penny slots. <laughs> to go slots. gamble. While, while, Smoking to go cigarettes. Sh- <laughs> <while playing laughs> the slots. Yeah. Why are you describing <laughs> my dad? <laughs> <laughs> now your hard ass mom gives him money, gives him money to go shopping while she plays the tables. <laughs> I know, it's like, my mom uh, does play the tables though. That's fucking hilarious. The you tables, just, yeah. My yeah. mom be out there like fucking shooting. I remember it was funny because we went to Vegas. My cousin was up there. She was like, "You go, you gonna get in?" She, she actually was being hella hard. She was like, "Tell my cousin, better bet or you getting off? Like, like let's go, let's yeah. go. I'm ready. When you betting on, put your money down." My dad don't like that shit when you when you when you're just st- when you're around the slot yeah. and just hanging out. He's like, no 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 no. no. You gotta get her. You gotta you gotta. If you're not gonna get excited about everything, I can't fuck with you. Get get out of here. Get out of here. And so, because uh, uh, he he likes fucking around too, man. He likes fucking around too. Much. Like he can't go to like two card shops here or card rooms in, in downtown Sacramento. Yeah. He can't go to the uh, what you call. There's only two here. What, you got a <laughs> Capital Casino and the other one. He uh, he got got oh, one light too. He got kicked out of both. He got kicked out. Yeah, he got kicked out. And uh, matter of fact, it's on my Instagram. I tell the story uh, or he tells me the story in the car of uh, uh he goes yeah boy i fucking uh, uh this dude fucking uh, I, I sent it to you where he talks about getting punched in the dude because the yeah. dude punches him he goes he goes no, no 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 i'm okay i'm okay and he goes as soon as they let me go i'll get that motherfucker <laughs> stole on <laughs> um but By yeah. the way, I love that this podcast, you have the red, white, and green cords. You like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How you doing? Now, which way is Italy and which way is Mexico? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the same colors, isn't it? It is yeah. the same colors, yeah. I don't even know how, but it, and they're in the same direction, no? I don't know. I have no idea. That's a good question, though. 
Go, do, one of Ernst's famous, famous lines. Google it. Google it. I love Google this phone. <laughs> I love this phone. This technology these kids have today. And then uh, I'm trying to think too. Uh, <laughs> I did a. Um, yeah, no, uh, I just kept winning though. Man, that shit was fun. Um, but then the next time I went down there, I got fucked. I there was another time I was in Vegas, and this this is before I I was I was working Vegas. I uh, this is back when I was drinking, and I was getting all fucked up, and uh, uh, I had like I had ten dollars on me left. It was ten dollar chip, and this is OKC was playing the Lakers, I think in the in the Western Conference Finals. This was way back. This is two thousand probably uh, like 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 ten or yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah. And um, I took that ten dollar, and this Avengers was out because I remember saying I'm gonna cool off, I'm gonna go watch Avengers. So oh, I went shit. and got drunk and watched Avengers in the theater, and um, and then I uh, uh, I took that ten dollar and I put it on black twenty six, and boom, it hit. And they are like, everyone was like, oh, that's oh. three hundred sixty, right? Yeah, it's yeah. three sixty. And I took that, I take that chip and I put it on uh, a black eighteen. And boom, it hits. And then all of a sudden, now people are like coming around. They're starting to fucking rub my head. Ah, <laughs> yeah, it turned into like that, like yeah, movie yeah, scene. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh. Then I took the chip and I put it on a four-way bet, like with the like seventeen, fourteen, oh, yeah, yeah, shit yeah, like the that. Rose. Yeah, and then that hit, and I was like, ah. Oh, and then, uh, but then it, I lost the, I lost the next one, and um, and and I ended, I came up to, like, I came up to almost like nine hundred bucks off that, off that one chip, and I and I and I, and I tipped dude out. And I was like, "Fuck this, man! I got to get out of Vegas." Because I didn't. lost it all. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. I went. I, I I got the fuck out of Vegas. I went. And I called Southwest, and I go, "I need to get out of here uh, two days early." And they go, "It's gonna cost you extra hundred bucks." I was like, "I got it," because I didn't like Vegas. And I was like, "I'm fucking done," because I had like four more days left. And so uh, I get to the airport, and they announce on the thing as I'm sitting waiting. They're like, "We have a oh, we overbooked the flight. If anybody'd like to give up their seat, we'll give them five hundred dollars voucher and put them on the next flight. If anybody wants to do it." I got up, and I was like, mm-hmm. "I'll do it." And so they gave me a $500 voucher. I was like, all right, cool. And then I went and sat back down. The plane was about to leave. And they go, uh, Mr. Rodriguez, can you come back to the to the counter? So I went back to the counter. And they go, the people never came. You can get back on this plane. And I was like, do I have to get back to this voucher? And they go, no, you keep it. I was like, I'm out. I was wow, like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's unheard of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't go back to Vegas for like four or five years. I was like, it's going to get me again. So definitely, like, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. Your bitch ass dad likes Prim Valley. That's what he <laughs> <laughs> So he oh, gambles at. <laughs> oh, Oakland killed it again. That's what's up. Oakland A's won. The, uh, uh, they did the ninth inning thing again. Michelle, yeah, that'll work. Michelle, yeah. But um, yeah, no. Uh, and then uh, the 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 great thing about Vegas too, man. Now I, at first I didn't like it, but now I like it because of the because uh, the stand up scene and the stand up over there. It's fucking fun. Yeah, everybody's getting out of uh, L.A., man. Yeah. And then um, we had a bunch of comics from out here move out there, right? And then. Like the, uh, oh yeah, I keep the, thinking I said LA. I'm in. LA. I forgot I'm in Sacramento. Right oh there. no, no, but still, like I mean, uh, there's been comments from out here that have been, uh, that have moved out there. Yeah, and you know, it's uh, Storms moved out Storms there. Storms out there. Sandu moved out there. Uh yeah, uh, Ron Vi is out there now. Yeah. Um, oh, is he? Yeah, Ron Vi. He he moved. I think about a couple days ago. Is he still oh, going to really? do the SF? Or is he still going to run? No. no, I think it's been pushed off. Uh, uh, Drew Harmon is supposed to be running it now. That's why right here. That's oh, what it was like. Shit, I didn't that's know what that. was kind of grooming for him to do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. And then uh, there's uh, who else? Someone. Oh, Miles is out there. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. So a gang of people are out there already. And then um, Ty Rivera's out there. Yeah. Did they close down? Did they shut down the cellar out there? Is that done? Is it? Because they were gonna. Weren't they gonna uh, close down the Rio? Cause that's where it's at, right? It's inside the Rio. The, that's what we heard. Uh, th- there was rumors about that, but I didn't know if that was official, man. I just feel bad that uh, that all these clubs, man, they're trying to stay stay open, bro. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's tough, bro. Yeah. yeah. I mean, punchlines out here, they haven't even really done. They opened up for that first opening, yeah. right? Yeah. They did whatever they couple shows, yeah. but they haven't done anything. Why aren't they trying Not, to do the outside thing? They can't. Because it's corporate, huh? Like, they probably all have to agree to it because it's by Live Nation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, that's what I thought. And like, I don't think they have a room or a space to do it. They don't own uh, the front of anything. You know, they're on. Uh, oh, they're in, upstairs, huh? In Sacramento, they're. they're at, and in, and in San Francisco, Google owns that. That's why they were going to shut it down and make it a Google lounge. But mm-hmm. then everyone's like, no, we can't shut this. This is fucking yeah. history and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. we've been having comics bomb here for years. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking Chappelle had to come in and help save it. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's like one of the 80s movies. We have to save the club. Yeah. We turned to Boogaloo. Break yeah. Break the All of a sudden we stop. I feel like SF could do it, though, because they have like a like a nice little grassy area out there. And it's like you could actually. There's a big ass area. It's a big ass open area right there yeah. that you can actually do it. But like, they got to get Google's permission because Google owns all that. Sure, okay. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. That, 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 just that that's all the problem? legal, yeah, yeah. legal yeah. bullshit. But now, like, so if they don't know who to contact, do they Google? <laughs> 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 oh, man. Oh, well, folks, that's it for today. No. Hi, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and then because um, oh, 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 oh. the, uh, uh, in at Laughs Unlimited, she just contacts the city and they shut because it's the city, so yeah. she just shuts down that street, okay, and then they get to use it. So that's why I, she I gets will that. say that the laughs were pretty limited. <laughs> there was no unlimitation. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a different thing, man, to be outside and do it. Uh, it is, yeah, there's cars going yeah. by. Well, you got the head. It's a it's a it's a way different. It's it an sucks. I was supposed to do this in San Diego. Right, Trojan condoms are, are a sponsor, and Jimmy John's and Modelo. <laughs> um, I uh, yeah, I was supposed to do San Diego, man, but they closed that shit down, yeah. dude. And what you're, were you gonna do? The, uh, outside the, the outside. American, comedy store, American the, oh, okay. comedy company. They shut both those uh, the yeah, comedy store the and time, and the comedy. But, so apparently this is you can eat out because they measured everything perfect mm-hmm. they sanitize it all the requirements but i guess you could eat outside mm-hmm. you just can't eat outside if somebody's telling jokes <laughs> someone's talking that's ridiculous well, well, it makes no sense yeah yeah it was dumb as hell i read that article it was like you can't have entertainment you can do everything except entertain people i think they even said like the guy was like even like you could dj mm-hmm. but you just can't be like Entertaining people like live, like like but live. Why, but something. what's the difference? I don't know. That was the, that was the thing he couldn't figure. He was like, well, the, well that makes no sense. There's yeah. DJs out here, uh-huh. but like or like a DJ's over there doing something, but we can't like have a live. Wait, I thought DJ was in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> He's there. Nah, he, nah, he went down to San Diego just for that. Just oh, simply, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But no, I do. I do agree with your point though, too, or, or what you're talking about to the topic of like we gotta save these uh, these clubs that aren't that yeah. aren't corporate because yeah. corporate's gonna be okay. Corporate's gonna be like live. We Na- hope. We yeah. hope. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think Live Nation will be fine. Guys, listen, man. Yeah, I know. I mean, they should be, but I, you can't keep this closed down any longer. I mean, no. this is, I don't even know what's going on anymore, man. Like, I've been in Florida. It's way, it's way different down there than it is here. Like, you guys don't even let people eat inside. No. Yeah, you just did the improv down there, right? Yeah. But I, I've been staying down there until I get, until my house uh, closes in Vegas. So, we, uh, I mean, everybody's just, mm. you know what I mean? I, I don't understand it. Like, uh, we were, it was just supposed to flatten the curve. So, yeah. The, so, the hospitals weren't inundated. And now, and now it's, they're, it's like they're not going to open until there's a a, a cure, that's a, a, a vaccine. Like what? What is that? I don't know. It and then it's a, it's closing down all these shops and a lot of places aren't coming back for good. Mm-hmm. Like there's like there's tons of businesses that are that are that it's have awful, been open for years and like uh, over here in Sacramento there's Espanol that that Italian restaurant. It's been there for like forty years, fifty years. Pizza Rock closed. Done. Which is a pizza uh, pizza place in like Midtown. Yeah. Uh, How are you guys handling it over there? Yeah. Oh man. 
85 percent if they don't 85 percent of what of independent owned stuff, and, and because and even like when they're open and they're at a what fifty percent to a quarter percent, twenty five percent of capacity. Yeah, and I've worked in restaurant industry my whole life. It's like, dude, they make most of their money off liquor sales, and that's if it's packed. The mm-hmm. food doesn't do anything. So when I'm going to like my favorite restaurant and I'm getting it to go, and I see six of them, I'm like, this that's not enough. Yeah, you know, for me to for that place to stay open. That's why I'm like, and because and and like, uh, Laughs Unlimited is an independent owned you know comedy club mm-hmm. that's they're, they're celebrating being open for forty years right nice. now. And so it's like, yeah, I try to do as much as possible. Uh, well, that's to, why to I can't. Not that I mean, not that I'm doing anybody a favor, but I, I'm still going to clubs because we uh, they have to get they have to stay open. Yeah. Right? And if I'm coming in for a lot less, than because you know so you get you get hit up by other headliners and you you have different points of view on it. Like mm-hmm. you know, I'm not would never throw anybody under the bus because they're good people, but they're basically looking at it from a business standpoint, saying, you know, uh, what are you going in for? Yeah, you know, curious to know what what it is because you can't really work a do- a door deal. No, there's no door. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. no door. It's, and it, right, and the clubs got to stay afloat. And and you know, and I was saying I, I've been in this business a long time, so I, I have relationships with a lot of these club owners, and and I've known some of the staff for like decade. Yeah, you know what I mean, and some of the owners for decades. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? These people, we just got to keep everybody trying to trying to stay afloat and work and. You know, plus, what else? I get to do comedy, man. Yeah, I get to keep in a parking lot. <laughs> How often are you With trying headphones. to book your like? Are you trying to book it so you're able to get like do it every weekend like normal? Like uh, for now, yeah, man. I mean, I'll just right now. I'm just take take it. I'll just keep traveling and keep you know getting it done. Steve Byrne believes the same thing as I do. So yeah. you'll see he's on the road as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then uh, I even see him like too in like the hot areas too, like like Arizona and shit. Like he's been. We've been actually. Uh, following each other like uh, he was in Kansas City and then I came two weeks after him and then he was in San Antonio after me Mm -hmm. and then uh, I don't know if he did West Palm yet Uh, but now West Palm is closed which Mm -hmm. they're going to try and reopen again it's just it's just odd it's just odd what the requirements are. Tell me about Kansas City because Kansas City is owned by a comic who, like, yeah, who, Dustin, who independently yeah. owned and and and, uh, and took He's and trying, hear, to, trying to keep it going, man. And I hear it's great. I hear it's a great club. Phenomenal, man. Yeah, he gets. It reminds me a lot of uh, what happened in Tampa with Side Splitters, where you had an old school comedy club owner uh, sold it to a younger guy that's really into comedy. So it went from like a B room type you know uh-huh. comics to all of a sudden it's like just not a room yeah A-room. Like, uh, hot, you know the hotter younger comics and mm-hmm. by hot I meant you know the comics with nice shoulders <laughs> <laughs> traps yeah no, it's, nice uh, jaw lines <laughs> edgy, edgier and by edgy I mean like strong jaw lines <laughs> just, just getting there abs for days <laughs> no but uh, just so you're getting a chair. younger a younger you know it's not and, and again man it's you can still be older and still be hipper, but it's more of an edgier New York, L.A. Yeah. type. You know, you know what I mean. It's yeah, not as as uh, roadie, so to speak. Well, that's well. I mean, like it's funny because that's how well, laughs. Like the reason what laughs is supposedly the B club, but it really isn't. It's pretty much like, hey, we're just gonna bring funny people in, whether who don't give a fuck if they're whatever credits they have, as long as these people are are, are coming back and laughing. Because before they shut down, 
the club was sold out constantly, and it's not like and there's no papering the room. It's not like Harvey's and uh, well, well, Harvey's has changed ownership now, but before before they owned Harvey's in Portland, yeah, yeah Portland. Yeah. It, it used to be. Uh, I mean, the dude used to paper the shit out of the room, and it was like it was a fucking wild room because they don't they didn't pay for the tickets, so they're uh. getting, they're using all the money on the alcohol, mm. and then they're fucking you know just disrupting the show, and gotcha, it's gotcha, it's gotcha. it's it's. It's a bar show inside a comedy yeah, club, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like, you know, that's another skill. If you're if you're a seasoned comic, you can definitely handle that. But if you're a comic that just goes up there and has a monologue or has this like, I can't be disturbed once I hit the, 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 the yeah, yeah, yeah. then you're fucked, man. Yeah. So it's got to be it's got to be someone that's good. That's tested. But um, but then, like, you know, uh, I'm glad that uh, this I like I, I actually kind of like this whole thing that's 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 hitting because it's going to clean out a lot of. A lot of bullshit, I think. Well, the, the, I think our, 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 and again, man, I always talk about just the business itself, um, and, and, and the art form of it, or, or mm-hmm. what it's supposed to be. All those clubs that I mentioned, from Side Splitters to uh, the uh, the Comedy Club in Kansas City, yeah, and even Jenny's room now mm-hmm. is uh, more conducive to anything goes comedy. Right? Yeah, you're not. Well, nobody's policing it anymore. So it, it's it. It, you know, it's more artist friendly place, so you're gonna hear a lot of different yeah. opinions and, and jokes, and you know, as opposed to like uh, just, just nothing going, safe, <laughs> nothing know? safe, nothing. No one from Girl Code or Guy Code coming out and doing stand up or a podcast. Shit, I remember them. I remember them. Yeah. I went to a few of their shows. Like I remember that it was at Cobb's. It was all right. <laughs> all right. That's pretty much. Listen, man, I'm not consensus. hating on anybody. Yeah. You just whatever you're bringing to the table, you bring it to the table. Mm-hmm. But you know, just. We want all different, you know. You I'm hating. So, so, <laughs> so check it out. These motherfuckers got no jokes. They're they hella cute. They're hella pretty. I'm like, I'm, comedy is not for cute, pretty shit people, man. It's, yeah. If you are, then you got, but you, if you are pretty and cute, then you're probably really fucked up in the head. And I like that, you know, mm. like, like, like Ernst. <laughs> your, your hard ass mom said the same thing about, about the drug game. Yeah. <laughs> it's hate for cute and pretty people. Yeah, this right here. This, this right, right here. This right here. This right here. This right here. Hard ass mom felt that she was too pretty so she cut herself up yeah. <laughs> she was in the mirror with a, with a straight edge she was like I gotta go, I gotta I gotta dirty this shit up she cut your bitch ass dad's face <laughs> <laughs> Brett you were saying earlier though like uh, you've been around long enough that you've seen stuff go away like you like you think you were saying no, comedy saying that, could go it, away it could, right? man it could it could hit it, we, we're in a, we were in another boom and just like it fizzled out in, in the late 80s to early 90s you know um, it, it was really starting to peak the past five years has been really, really good. Yeah. And like a lot of, a lot of great comedians, um, have been starting to get recognized. I mean, there are so many now. Yeah. Like if you think about that, I mean, you could, I can rattle off 10 or 15 that you're, you know, mm. are just phenomenal. Mm. And that's because uh, there was a lull. Um, Which you were there for, yeah. Right? When I started, <laughs> you started. You started. Yeah, so yeah, tell them more about how when you started because it was like the it was dying out. Like when we were even the comedy store, you know, when, when we when I got in there when I got there ninety nine uh, around two thousand ninety nine two thousand, um, nobody was going there. No. So you know, you'd be in the OR on a, on a Wednesday and it'd be like four or five people in the audience. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it, you just we got to really. Um, Marinate in the in the business in the art form more mm-hmm. yeah. because you know there was nobody was if you were in comedy at this point mm-hmm. 
you were in it for comedy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Ain't nobody, nobody's getting no development deal, none of that <laughs> anymore. It didn't work like that. This is like after chicken, huh? Like, uh, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Think, things changed a little. And we also, see, we also, we came up at the end of the boom, mm-hmm. and then we were also growing up in the reality show era. So there was a oh. time when nobody even was, I don't even think they were doing sitcoms. Everything was like a reality show, remember? Yeah. 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 And yeah. then after that, it started, the internet started blowing up. So then you have like, Facebook people, YouTube people, MySpace was uh, MySpace was first, like because yeah. Dane blew up from that. But then you, it, then that was like, but you know everybody was just stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, what caused that first fizzle out? Like uh, it was oversaturated and, and it got hacky and like everybody who who had five minutes and a skinny tie tried to do stand up, <laughs> you know. And now it's kind of the same way, but it's just the opposite. It's the um, the people that are more into the comedy culture as opposed to the actual co- doing the comedy itself, like you know. yeah, that's a great point. Does that make sense? That like people sense. just just like being around it when they act like they're a, you're not a comic. Yeah, just because you do a coffee shop. I'm a, I'm a yeah. comic enthusiast, therefore yeah. I'm I have right. I've yeah. seen enough so. comedy. I, I should I should and, know what's good. And yeah, that's yeah. when the people yeah. start the chat groups and like trying to ostracize another open micer who they feel yeah. is threatening or whatever the. F- fuck is going on you know <laughs> yeah. just get the fuck on stage man and do, yeah. do your shit yeah kill go kill yeah work for the audience not for the comics but I, it doesn't seem like that i mean again man i don't know who is that younger comedian that is killing or that that is like you know who's your david tell right now when i mean i'm just thinking like what in the mid 90s to late you know or early, was it definitive there was like a group of comics coming up that you know they were young they were in their 20s they were yeah they're and like, even 30s you know like like Chappelle was mad young then, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Like this, you, uh, there is nobody that I don't know of, man. I mean, I'm not in the in the scenes like that anymore. I mean, I like the kid, but he's not a kid. He's in his 30s or late 30s. Is Sam? Sam. More, more, uh, Sam Morell. Yeah. Morell. Oh yeah. Like he, his special's dope. Yeah. That little the girl Taylor uh, Thomason. Taylor, mm-hmm. yeah, Taylor. She's cool. funny, man. She's yeah. in her 20s, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. She's uh-huh. she's like 25, 26. But yeah. again, man, it's you know there isn't that. Geraldo and the Patrices and, and you know and, and the ones that are, are in damn near mid to late forties and fifty. Yeah, well that's what I always think comedy kinda lives though. Like that's where it does. The, that's that's where, a sweet spot. That's a sweet spot. I would like, say between forty five and sixty is, mm-hmm. is the sweet spot. Because people are always like, I'm gonna get fa- I wanna get famous now, and then, so they they just uh, undeveloped stand up comics just I'll I'll take the deal. I'll take the the shitty deal to have a, a special on Amazon. It's like but that's like but, you know what though? You gotta take it. That's what I, I tell people too, man. What are you gonna say? No? I, I I said no. <laughs> that's why I'm, that's why I'm, that's why I'm here with you guys. Okay. No, right. Right. Did you ever get offered no. anything like super early that you turned down because you didn't? Hell feel no, like... I took everything. <laughs> <laughs> See, and do you regret that at all? <laughs> no, <not> at all <laughs> man. I don't know, man. I don't know because it's a. Uh, uh, that's another thing too, man. I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't want my year two or year three, year four comedy act ever documented you know i see i have it documented actually because i recorded a lot of my sets and i'm like i look at it i'm like really some people really put their their special out during that time and i was like that's a i'm not not for me i just i I guess i mean listen man you don't know you're not ready uh when um but then i came back i came back at a later age though where i kind of had a a self-awareness like i'm i come back i started stand up at 16 i leave and i come back at 26 so i kind of still i I'm 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 an, I'm an adult. I'm a little more grown up than I'm 23 year old that's trying to make it in stand up and also they hit 25 and they're like, "Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take everything." But when you get to like 26, 28, for some reason you're a little more mature and you're like, "I look like an asshole." That's when you kind of like start tapering down on your drinking a little bit. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's a tad. Yeah, it's, it's a tad. tad. But you're saying whatever you're doing at the time, you always think is good. 
because yeah, that's what you're doing. Your bet. You're trying to do your best. Yeah. You know, whenever you're but, going I mean, up. But, but, but this, like this guy too. Same thing. Like even if you hey, don't put your finger. <laughs> <in there. laughs> yeah, that was, we just hey, talked about guy. that shit. Yeah, exactly. guy. Fuck yeah. What the fuck's wrong? I like this dude. This motherfucker right here. So like in the um in the thing right in the in the Wild West documentary that you're in. Yeah. The Vince Vaughn thing, and you have a scene where. Um, you have a good set, but you you don't think you have a good set. Oh, we, that was all staged. Oh, that was all. Staged. No, <laughs> <laughs> imagine we, that was all in the script. Like, I, was just, you knocked, I was just, just acting. acting. It was a bunch of items you knocked over. And, like, why was all that shit it was right all there? Was a towel. Like, because uh, you, you, know, you, can't, you can't gauge it, man. You just can't gauge it. I mean, you know, I can at least. I don't know. I know, I know when I feel, you know, it's funny, man. It's very rare I walk off stage and I'm like, God, man, I was, I, I really hit every hole there for me. Because yeah. you know, it's weird when you do it long enough. It's not, not that the audience's laughter doesn't doesn't matter. It just because they're laughing doesn't mean it's a good joke. Mm-hmm. And just because they're not laughing, yeah, doesn't mean it's not a good joke. And I know it's hard for people to understand. Mm-hmm. I think it's a standard. It's your, all of a sudden your standards change for your standards. Well, it, it, well it's, it's the way you're articulating it. Mm-hmm. You understand? So, so you have to, you have to uh, know your own development process. I don't want to sound like fucking no, man, Gandhi or some shit. No, this is... Uh, this or whatever, the, this whatever is philosopher the, would say. Is he even a philosopher? Like, I don't even know. This is what I don't like. Buddha? Is that Buddha? Like, I'll talk to, I'll talk to Ernst and all of a sudden he's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I was like, you've been doing it 23 years. You fucking know what you're talking about. You're, you're qualified. But I just I, think it sounds more pretentious when we talk this but way. But it's not as pretentious. It's a stand-up science. Just don't tell me what it is. Look at it closely. You fucking parasite. What you got? Because it's it's interesting. Like people don't know this side. It's it's a it's a stand up science to it. Like you know, there's... I always tell people, look, okay. I also say, you know, you're turning corners in stand up when one you're starting to take stuff out of your act. Yeah. Right. The, the, the shit that you think is good, <laughs> you you start to listen to it and you're going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because also you want to hold on for time too. You're like, if I get rid of this and then I gotta, now I gotta. Oh, well, I'm saying, yeah. Well, you take it out because you realize that it's pro- probably fucking hacky. It's not even that good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or uh, I don't know. There's other other corners. Is like when when you're not so much concerned about the laughing anymore. And 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 by the way, it it is the end result. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing better than when you hit when when a joke hits on all cylinders. You yeah. know, when it's an original thought, um, it's articulated it the way you want. Yeah. And the audience loves it. Even the pauses. Get Everything. Yeah. Oh, did did you start out like, would you, because you do story, like you do longer, like stories and stuff. Did you start out doing jokes? Like were they short stuff um, or did you I always. I was never a set up punch guy. I never, I, I never wrote. Um, but yeah, it was more, I wasn't in the pocket as much. Like I would have never in a million years, if you would ask me if I started, would I know that I, I have a, a joke when I, in my new special when we we time that whole dinner going out to dinner, it's like twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a twenty minute story. Yeah, with other things in and out, and mm-hmm. and I know I kind of created that style in in a sense. Uh-huh. Um, but you don't realize it till you hear it. And you're like, damn, I'm still talking about dinner. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> where where am I going? Yeah. But uh, yeah, you just you just feel it, man. You just feel it yourself when you're on stage. You just you know that that thing, but in the in the beginning, yeah, they were like quicker bits. That's what I was say because I was like in the beginning, like you're saying, like you get to get comfortable with the silence. A story, mm. my I was, I, that's the one thing I think if you're starting out, you'd, you'd be like, oh shit, there's no, I got like, you know, I'm telling the story, I got to stick with it the entire fight, but it's not going well. Yeah. You know, I could picture someone but, just bailing. But yeah, sometimes too, like you, I don't know, man. Like for me, if if I feel it's not going, I, I'm I'm gonna overcommit even harder. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, because now <laughs> it's yourself. now yeah, it's fun yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, you know like, what I mean? Like I'm not gonna stop. Like with yeah. the, the <laughs> just not. Every time when that happens to me, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna go overcommit as well because I was like, this is gonna be a great story to tell in a car one day. So <laughs> <laughs> to tell in a car. I just, I just, I get a kick out of that awkwardness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The one thing that I, I, I'm not good with is the. Uh, it, sometimes I, I, I can get a little uh, crazy with the the disruptions. The disruptions. I, uh, to me, it's not even about the. It, it's not even the fact that you're interrupting. Mm-hmm. It's I mean uh, that you're heckling. You're just it's rude. It's it's mad disrespectful. Yeah. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to hear you talk. And no one can hear them talk. You right. have to repeat what they say because the people in the back can't hear. So mm-hmm. it's I just, mean, it's just it's just a rude thing to do. And 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 you know. That stuff sometimes I, I'm I'm not like witty, <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's it's one of those dude. Just shut shut up and leave. You yeah. Know? Maybe maybe, maybe I, as I this is my new thing. I said maybe stand up comedy is not for you. Yeah. <laughs> maybe live performances are not not your thing. Maybe you know you should go figure figure well, out another. Thing. Well, that's what uh, I feel like. That's what the Facebook generation. That's what t- taught taught the generation. It's like oh my comments matter. And so now I'm now I can't text it. Let me say it out loud. And it's like no, no, like no, no, every no. time that you know your bitch ass dad I said, let, <laughs> let the audience know it's his birthday. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck man. Oh, point yeah. the table. It's his <laughs> birthday. <laughs> hey, it's your dad's birthday week. Got a necklace. Of, got, got a necklace of dicks. Bitch ass dad got a dick thermos drinking at him. <laughs> and then um because like uh for in stand up like okay so like uh you came in uh, and you got because you got to Mitzi pass you yeah right and uh and how, how did that come about because like to be honest like 23 years in comedy especially in a in a in the end of a boom in the middle of a boom and then like i don't know what we would call this right now shut down this this, this is, is this was a boom man this was this had a lot of momentum man yeah uh it really did and so uh like when you got passed over there at uh at the store was it um was it, is, is it like on off nights or is it like a weekend or, or what what do you mean when when what like is does everyone get passed in a certain different capacity at the store no, well, all right, how it used to work is is that you had to get recommended. Uh-huh. So I'll tell you how it worked for me. Okay. Um, I got recommended by Jimmy Schubert and um, Jimmy's. I forgot who else. There was one more at the time. And then, anyways, so then they call, and then uh, Corey was the booker at the time, which was um, Freddie Soto's, Soto's wife. wife. Yeah. This is before Duncan Trussell was the booker. Oh. So and then after Duncan, it went um, Tommy. Mm. Right. So, anyways. So I, I, you got to go in for three. So, you know, you go in for three minutes. And after your three minutes set, Mitzi will call you over and say, you know, call back for six. <laughs> right. So then you call back for six. And if she leaves you, then, then you do your six. And if she likes you again, she goes, call back for 10. And then if you call back for 10 and you do your 10 and she goes, call Duncan in the morning. Mm-hmm. Or if she doesn't say anything to you, then you got to guts, nothing. Oh. Mm-hmm. So if you call, then she'll say, I'm, I'm going to make you, I want to develop you some more. So, you know, you can work here and then do do sets on the employee nights or you get passed as a paid regular. Okay. So I got, I did three. She said, call back for six. I can't I call back for six. Then she told me to call back for 10. Mm-hmm. But when I called back, Corey said I wasn't on the list. Oh. So I'm like, shit, you know, because there was that whole thing where everybody, you know, Mitzi wasn't at 100 percent. OK. You know, me- mentally, because she, you know, she, she had Parkinson's and she was slipping a little. Mm-hmm. But then she goes, uh, well, listen, let me uh, let me check with Mitzi. And then then she goes, Mitzi doesn't remember even seeing you at this point. But I, I know I booked you. Let me book you again for six. So I said, OK, Corey, thank you. And then we'll, we'll do it that way. Yeah. But then she she stepped down and then Duncan came in. 
And it's like I had now there's no record of anything. Oh, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's fucked up because that happens in stand up a lot because managers yeah. change and yeah. owner all the time. So now we uh, Wednesday night, the people that used to do Dublin's in L.A., it was Ahmed Ahmed and uh, Jay Davis. Mm-hmm. They were booking a show called Rock Comedy and it was a Wednesday night and mm-hmm. it was fucking packed, dude. It was a rock show, man. Yeah. And uh, and. Maz Jabrani, I was booked on the show. So the, the main room was rented out at that time. It's not like that now. The main room's going to be open every night because now it's just packed mm. every night. Two shows a night. It's crazy. The, the storage was packed. So um, anyways, I'm, a, I'm about to go. Uh, I'm on the show. And Maz Jabrani was the other one. So Maz was already passed. Uh-huh. So she wanted to see Maz's uh, act. So she's waiting to see Maz. Uh-huh. And that's the other thing with Mitzi too, man. If you're... There's so many things that can make you lose spots. Her biggest thing was, what are you using that stage for? And again, man, it was such a, a beautiful time to be there. The last of that Mitzi lineage. Era, yeah. yeah. And the way the development was there is like, it says if you ever go to the, to the cover booth, it says you don't have three minutes to be funny. You have three minutes to be yourself. Uh-huh. But if you were on stage and you killed the room, I mean destroyed, mm-hmm. but it was the same shit you were doing last time she saw you, you ain't getting spots. Because you're not using that stage to develop. Yeah, you're using yeah. your ego. Right. Or, yeah, you're, not, you're just being now, you're, you're not growing. Yeah. And vice versa. You could go up and, and think you bombed. But if she liked the new, where you were, the fearlessness with it. Mm-hmm. Or you could go up and suck. And you don't get any spots again. You know what I mean? So there was always that yeah, roulette yeah. going. Yeah. So she wanted to see Maz. So she's going to say for Maz. So Maz goes, bro, listen, I know Mitzi's staying to see me. She goes, he goes, look, I'm going to get lost. You go up before me so she can see you. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go on after you. So I said, okay, you know, dude, thank you, man. And so I went up and I had a really good set. And she said, and she goes, I want you to call Duncan on Monday because she called me over after my set. Yeah. Then when I called Duncan, uh, he was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, he goes like this. He goes, he goes, hey, man. He goes, hey, Brent. No, no, he, this is what he said. I said, hey, uh, Mitchie told me to call. He goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, she told me that you were going to call. Do you have a truck? And I'm like, what? No, man. He goes, oh, okay. Yeah, we, we need help moving. And, and Mitzi said that, you know, you look like you're somebody that could move. <laughs> <laughs> Furniture. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Nah. Nice and he goes, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he goes, she made you a paid regular. So I'm like, get the fuck out of here. It was, so it took me almost a year later. Oh, but you still, but you got to by- bypass the development uh, uh, part of it. Well, I mean, if. Well, no, I didn't have to do the audition again. Oh, the audition, okay. Because she saw me at once. Yeah, so yeah. she made me a paid regular right away. But I had been doing comedy almost four years, three and a half, three and a half years when she, that was the first time she saw me. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, and then, uh, and but then, I still had to do the potluck. I had a wait in line at the Laugh Factory. We would get there on a Tuesday. You know, it's so funny, man. Uh, you know, everybody goes through this. this. This is what I tell every, like any comic at any level, man. Mm. Any comic at any level has been where that level was. Yeah. The only place a comic hasn't been is the one above you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything below you, we've all been there, Done man. It. That's why when I hear comics complain about shit, it's like, dude, yeah. we all fucking did this, man. Yeah. And it's not that it's a rite of passage. This is how you've trained. Yeah. This is how you grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way around it. You can't, you can't be a UFC fighter. You're gonna have to hit the bags and do the do the. Mm-hmm. the this is what this is. This is the road work. This is the, you know. So when, when you're with a comic like a Bill Burr, uh-huh. and um and he's and he sees another comic at a certain stage. And Bill's a lot like me with the, you know, we we love com, we love the comics, we love yeah. comedy. 
being, you know, in a sense, he'll will always help out another comedian because we've all been there. We know what it's like to struggle, and and it's all a fraternity when you're into the art of it, not the 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 culture of it, or the, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, because there's some. I, well, I'm I'm not gonna say any names, but there's a lot of. Um because uh, if you ever notice, like the funny comics that are really funny are are, are, are genuine dudes and, mm-hmm. and really cool, and the ones that I, I've like run your mom, yeah, <laughs> like, she she got she got heaters, <laughs> <laughs> slinging them. But uh, um, no, man, the uh, I I agree though that that's uh, that's a good point that I had, I never really looked at about the comedy culture because there are some people that are just. Yeah, just really big fans, and they decide to do it, and then they all of a sudden think that they're a, uh, a, 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 a you know, a, a, what's the word I'm looking for right now? Fuck, I just lost it. Critique people? Like this, they perfectionist? Think, yeah, they think they're a scholar of, the, a scholar, of, com- yeah, yeah. of comedy, yeah. and they're like, oh, well, you're not funny. And it's yeah. like, you're ridiculous, because as a matter of fact, the people that you like are just who are media, are, are the media darlings yeah. that they're pushing down your throat. Yeah. Like. Like the, the the white girls, they would always try to push down our throat in uh in movies for the longest time, and we're like, Kristen Dunst is not hot. Yo, oh my <laughs> right. fucking god, yo! Right. Right. <laughs> Julia Stiles is not hot. Stop it! And then it's like, you know, Amy, get out of here. You know? yeah, yeah. that that one time? Yeah, yeah. Said, Pete Davidson, stop doing it. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, oh, and it's just like, it, well, I mean, because uh, then. I think the dudes that went that go through that what, what Ernst was talking about go through that uh, that chain that um, from A to B to C to D to all to, to get to those levels. There are some comics that are media darlings where they get to bypass treble runs or. All but that at stuff. the same time, I meant that's their journey. So, that's their journey. So but, there's there's, it, look if you if. But they act like gifts cunts. At, But there's gifts in all of it. <laughs> yeah. There's gifts in all of it, right? So if if you if you use that to, like like, if you use that exposure to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Then I'm, you know nobody's mad at you. At me, what are you gonna say? No, you know what? Let me turn down that movie role right yeah, now yeah. because I want to do fucking uh, shows and parking lots for the next <laughs> eight years. You take it, yeah. But now, what do you do with it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the same thing, man. If if you don't pop early, mm-hmm. you, it's it's a beautiful thing. Like you know, I don't want to keep talking about uh, keep bringing up Burr, but you know, I just respect the shit out of that dude. Yeah, and um, you know, as a friend. Mm-hmm. But he he said something, and it's true. When you if you're doing it right, it's gonna take a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's this a, isn't a, some overnight shit. And yeah. but what will happen in that journey of being a a, a good comic, a good stand up comedian, because that's that should be your goal. That's your goal. On, on top of making a living, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah, I know. Artistically, you're gonna ride this um, journey, mm-hmm. but you're gonna just grow and grow. And, and like I was telling him, any any opportunity to sharpen your tool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just take it. Keep going. Keep sharpening, man. It's that's the beautiful thing about stand up. It's always a work in progress, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's the thing too. It's like I have I had jokes that I've come up with like 6 years ago and then all of a sudden I said it in a different tone and now it's got now it's an, now it's a, another 3 minutes added on. I was like it's never done, is it? I mean, yeah. Dude, even when you watch something, you put it. Even when you put it to bed, it's like, damn it! Why did I burn that bit? Exactly. That's what I was gonna ask exactly. about. Like, so because you've you've done at least what three uh, what, uh, three different hours, right? Because I mean, well, you have yeah, the, yeah, 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 Cause, yeah. Because now you have the new one that's kind of come out, and you have. Right, the one I that... shot another hour, but and but I, I'd say overall, right now uh, in my back pocket, if I went from soup to nuts, it would probably I, I could say I probably got a solid four hours. Uh-huh, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. I've been doing it 23 fucking years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you imagine if I didn't? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just got one no, solid No, what hour. am I saying solid? I, I have the solid two, and then with the half hour, yeah, I would say about three and a half hours of mm. stuff that I'm, I put out. Yeah, it's already out there. That's, you know, 
well, with the new one coming. Mm -hmm. and, they yeah. do, and, and now I'm working on the new hour, which is a new 45 minutes right now, pretty much. Oh, oh shit, already? Yeah, yeah, 45? Yeah. Like, Because you just recorded the uh, the other one. The, the right, but I was always working stuff mm -hmm. in while I was working that stuff. And then I always knew, like, you know, what I was going to do with, with the, the frame of it. You Did know? you shoot the one that you uh, just recorded, like, right before all the stuff hit? Like, yeah, locally, I shot or? in Vegas. Motherfucker man. had it. He was there, man. Dude, I had 101 degree temperature. And yeah. we, we had to go. I had to go. Yeah. Was it like, right before, like, February? Or when did you shoot it? It was January. January. Oh, shit. Yeah, you so did I, right I had before. two shows Fridays, two shows Saturdays, man. And I had, a, I had 100, 102 Fuck, degree yeah. temperature. It was awful that weekend. Weekend Kobe died. But I'm like, fuck, man. You yeah. know, I got to do it. What, what, we can't get the cameras back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So... And that's a great club too. Uh, the biggest oh, clubs Kimmel are great. Oh, man, I, I, I love. Oh, sorry, Kimmel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Kimmel's nice. club. Yeah, and um, that place is great. Even the, that green room is amazing. It's just so much fun to be in there <laughs> like that. But I want to get back to that uh, one thing though. I was listening to um, uh, Kyle Kinane talking with uh, Burt Kreischer, mm -hmm. um, and he 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 said something that was so fucking true, man. And it's like there. This is all right. It's crazy to me how people. Like DMX is a great rapper. Yeah. Amazing. He's one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. And he acted. But he's a fucking rapper. Yeah. yeah. Who got a couple roles in movies. Mm -hmm. You gotta pick your lane. What do you wanna be? Mm -hmm. Right? You wanna be an actor? You wanna be a comic? You wanna be a writer? You wanna be one of those you gotta fucking put it all in. Be precise. And everything else comes from that too. You know what I mean? Like, you know, things spawn uh uh everything is parallel. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, I'm a comedian, man. It's 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 what we do. It's what I love to do. I love doing stand-up. I love writing stand-up. I, lo I love, every, you know, about it. Yeah. I, I, but I'm not a fan of watching it. I can't stand I can't, watching I, I can't watch it either anymore. It's that really it's, hard. It's really hard. Like, I can't sit in a crowd. I can't even watch it. I mean, even, like, I, I don't even listen no more. Like, mm. even the sound of laughter is, is fucking bothering me. <laughs> okay. I was, that's uh, how, that's how it's so, you've heard 23 years of every level of it. You know what I mean? That's why it's got to, like, start sounding like white noise. I told, I told that girl last, the other night, I told that girl, I go, I really like you. And she's like, why, why is that for? I go, because I sat with you and watched the show. I go, I never sit in the audience and watch the whole show. Man, it's ridiculous. I, Dude, I would be that. in the hallway at the comedy store, and you, you hear the laughter in the, in the crowd, and you can see all the comics face just like uh, <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and that's why it makes me laugh though too man is when people are like you know you it's a beautiful thing you bring laughter to people i'm like you have no idea how fucking miserable exactly no comic is like you know what that's yeah. why i'm happy this is why I, we did it guys yeah. and then when people post it on like Facebook, this is why i do it and i was yeah. like you fucking yeah. Yeah. Fuck that's you. my pet peeve Liar, too, man. Liar. Listen, if to all the three listeners listening right now, <laughs> do me a favor. There is nothing more generic when a comic writes, "I killed." Oh yeah, you know what I mean, oh last. This is why I do it, and they quote somebody that just sent them a message. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, or they'll stop. They'll man. screenshot their inbox and. I'm like, you know, your brother wrote that for you, and you just, you just <laughs> their dummy account, yeah, <laughs> their burner account. Their fucking but could you imagine? I mean, it's just uh, I, I, I see that sometimes. I'm like, God, man, you're supposed to, right? You know what I mean? That's yeah. your job. Yeah, it's your job. Like, why, like patting yourself on the back. That's the other thing too, man. And 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 again, man, I, 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 for many reasons, but I wish Patrice was alive. Just in this woke. Uh, time of comedy mm. that is becoming this new oppressive religious right. Uh, that, that, even the term "punching down" bothers me. Oh yeah. Whenever you hear a, a, a progressive, you know, when they always say, "Don't, don't, you shouldn't punch down." 
I don't punch down because I don't think I'm above anybody. Yeah. So, you Ooh. know. Church. No, for real, man. That's the <laughs> most, that's the yeah. most uh, 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 backhanded, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. everybody's my equal. I don't think I'm better than anyone. So how the fuck am I punching down on anybody? And get the fuck out of the comedy clubs. You know who really punches down a lot, though? Your mom? Your, my, I, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bitch. I was Your bitch has the head swings on. <laughs> <laughs> no man, I'm serious, dude, and, and 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 it's just frustrating to me now that 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 that's even a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I forgot where I was going with that. You were saying why uh, Patrice? You wish Patrice was here. Oh yeah, like, Patrice was a lot like that. That type of comedy, that fearlessness, that is a comic's job. Okay, now it, it, it's it's a job to be true. Like there are comics that go up just to be shocking, to be shocking. Mm-hmm. But then there are comics that have that dark sense of humor that is shocking. Mm-hmm. Big difference. There's also people that. Because comics are contrarians by nature. Yeah. But you, your job right now, like a, a fireman runs into a building, you know, or, or, or a cop or whatever, military goes, your, our jobs as comedians is to go on stage with an unfiltered thought process to say things that other people are afraid to say or don't know how to articulate in yeah. a funny way. Mm. And it may agree with the social norm. It may not agree with the social norm. You may be somebody that toes the line. You may, but that's all irrelevant. Mm. That's your job. Yeah. That's what your goal is, is, to, is to, to say these things that people don't say. Or, you know, like when Chappelle talks mm. and, and, you know, uh, comics that tend to be more, of the, not the political ones, but the more of the point, you know. Politically correct. No, no, the poignant uh, one. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? Chappelle can really give you a message sometimes. You, oh, yeah. You know? yeah. I'm saying that's a beautiful thing. Mm. That's what we, that's, now again, that's the, I, you're not going to get that from me. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're well, it's get some it's, really it's dumb a, it's, shit from me. It's a tier system of jokes, you know, like first tier is pretty much just the laugh and then all of a sudden the second tier but that's is our job. A, a deeper thought. That's your job. Yeah. Our job is not to be told what to, it's like uh, when Alyssa Milano, and I thought Paul Verzi had such a beautiful response to that, um, tweet she said you know it's a sad day in america when joe rogan has more uh youtube uh podcast subscribers than me this is what remember she said that yeah. Alyssa milano mm-hmm. i'm paraphrasing that if you want to look it up but it was along those lines first of all joe is created this medium with you know he's one of he blew this medium up like he's yeah. the new howard stern times 10 i mean he's like one of the yeah. most powerful men so you can't just get a podcast for a year. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. you're going to get Joe Rogan numbers. Yeah. But, Only person that can do that is your hard ass uh, mom. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom has no record. Um, what Verzi said is this, though, and this is, uh, this is why Rogan is a true comic, okay? And he's one of the ones I do. I respect a lot, man. And, you know, again, man, it's not like a, these, I've known these guys 20 years, so it's, it's not, I'm not trying to earn brownie points with anybody. No. You never know what you're going to hear. Like, if you did the Alyssa Milano podcast, I really doubt you're going to you're gonna know what point of view you're going to hear. <laughs> yeah. And you know what kind of guests you're going to get. You know, you're not going to get a, a pro-Trump guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where with Rogan, you don't know Who's, what kind of guests you're getting. And you're going to hear a variety of ideas and, 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 and you know, arguments. And, and some you may agree with, some you won't. I mean, there were people that were even upset that he was bringing on... Um, some racist or people that were accused of being racist on the, mm-hmm. dude, why you're not giving them a platform. You're exposing people. You're discussing things. You're yeah. pointing it out. Some that should be comedy. Yeah. That's, that's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Not it's and 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 again, man, that's our job. 
And even if you 100%. agree, with, you can you may agree with the social norm or you may not. It doesn't matter as long as it's unfiltered and, and, and there's truth behind it. Yeah, there. Um, switching gears though, I wanted to know about since since for comedy and stuff like that, but you also did acting as well. Yeah. Right. But so so, do you when you? Uh, well, I act for I'd say. For ten years, I've acted like I loved your mom. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, all right, then he tried so, to ask a real interview question. I know. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, uh, got, uh, see how he leaned in with both hands. How do I get back I on was track? Like, uh, so, because it's like every time I have Ernst on, like, or we we do podcasts, that's all it is, and like, I can't ever get him to talk like we regularly talk because it's like, he got some good shit to say. You know, he yeah. got some good stuff. Like how you were talking to me earlier that one time, you're like. All the shit we talk about in the car, and mm -hmm. how like you're like, I want to get some of this on. The so you try to dry stitch so on us. So, <laughs> so, so I was like, uh, no. What, what do you just say? Then ask me. Which you want me to reiterate? No, no, no. The only thing I don't do is I don't I don't say people's names. No, I didn't say that you were. I didn't say you were. I'm, right. I'm, I'm talking about like your your experiences. Your because when we do the uh, the the your podcast the that used to be on the the, the top ten list. Right. I mean, because it's all just fun and games, but like. Like even like when you uh, like the auditioning process and the business side of stand up and right. the and the, the struggle of it and stuff like that. And then the kind of like the, the thought process that you have with it, because I mean, like everywhere I go when I'm on the road and, and I'm doing my own thing, like the club owners already know you and they're already cool with you. And there's no comic that says a bad word about you. And I was like, dude, that's that's a dope reputation to have. But mm -hmm. there's no. There's a, the only thing is that they're, they're like Ernst is uh, Ernst just goes over, <laughs> but yeah. you had already told me that you go. You sometimes I tend to yeah, I tend man. to enjoy myself, but that's the thing that that uh, another that people don't understand is that when you're it's the last show of the night you can go you can keep going. Mm -hmm. you got just give me I, I don't need some I don't need uh, forty minutes before me. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. that's another thing too. Yeah. yeah. So we one person now we just do it. Have one person do ten, and mm -hmm. I'll, I'll do an hour and fifteen twenty, and we're good. Yeah, and have a good time. But it's not like it's a. Um, like I said, man, I'm very long-winded, so. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's yeah. not like, uh, <laughs> it's not like I'm doing one-liners for a brilliant writing. We barely yeah. fucking slept over yeah. these last few days. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I was thinking the same thing. When I was like, Ernst is coming to town. I got I to gotta get all my sleep in right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like, okay, so so with the acting and stuff like that, um, like, when you go into an audition, what's your audition thought process? Because it's, it's not like stand-up. You can't get geared up and get ready, correct? Um, are you more comfortable? Are no, you? yeah. Well, I mean, if you get the sides, absolutely, man. You, uh -huh. you got to be ready. You got to you got to know your lines. Yeah. And um, you know, there's certain there's. I would say aud auditioning is for me is way harder than acting. <laughs> oh, really? Getting the job. Once you get the job, it's it's there. Now you get to play with it. I mean, you know, because now now you're working with other actors and mm. you know the director's telling you what he wants and you know and and you get to. Um, break down the scripts the writers are there you you get all your questions answered yeah and you know the best is when they say okay this is what we want from you like on cobra kai those those guys are comics as well i mean they're in they're comedy writers oh really yeah it's the guys uh they did um uh hot tub time machine and nice. harold oh. and kumar okay yeah. and oh then shit. um you know and the director uh, uh steve pink uh did um he directed a couple episodes i mean there's been a few directors on the season but mm -hmm. It, it, the, the point is, is when they say, okay, this is what we want. Now give us something that you might want to, you play know, with play it, with it a little so we could do that. And, you know, then it's, it's good. It's a good, it's a good working relationship. And there's some, some directors and, and writers that want you, you can't change a word, uh. you know, but when you audition, you're not getting any of that. So you basically have to look at it, interpret it and really break it down and then go in. And when you go in, there's like, it's sometimes when the first process is just you and the casting director. You know, sometimes they're, they're, 
they're, they already know you might get a call back when you come in and they hear it, but then they start fiddling with shit while you're reading. Uh-huh. Then there's some that'll really give you attention and give you notes. Okay. I had a dude, I had one guy answer the phone. <laughs> that's, what yeah. I was, that's what I was thinking. I was like, so like you, in stand-up, you're, 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 you're already getting the attention and the, and the thing. And I was, well, that's, I was well we, know, we know the motive. So I'm going to deliver a joke that I wrote. I uh, mean, you know, you, you, there's 20 different ways to deliver a line. Yeah. So you have to know what, what that is. But the auditioning is a very unorganic process. Mm-hmm. So I always say if you go out, you take the auditioning, you take auditioning classes. What, oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Also, too, with that, with that being said, uh, the, the, do you think that helps you out uh, uh, also with pitch meetings? Because I feel like that's another art form, kind of like. Um, I mean, pitch meetings, it, it, yeah, you're selling. Yeah. Um, but just, it's, it's a different thing, man. All right. Because like, I don't know. I just figure like you're selling yourself constantly and I'm trying to sell this joke. And I was like, the pitch meeting seems like, I don't know, man, just to pitching an idea for someone to invest a certain amount of dollars in a, in a project. It seems more, way more stressful. Well, I mean, it, it's it's well now you're it's again it's two different things. If you're, if you're pitching to a network, uh-huh. there's a process to that, and and there's like a blueprint for it. So okay, like you know, like you would go in if if you if you're if, if, there's different things to pitch. So say you've already got yourself a writer and a, and a showrunner mm-hmm. and somebody attached, and you go into the network, and now you're pitching your show to them. All these people already attached. So you've got the talent, you've got the writer, you've got the showrunner. If you put that whole package together. That you tell them what the show's about and give them, you know, give them an idea into the world, and you know, mm-hmm. that's much easier than trying to get money for a fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, like right. to start a film fund is just yeah. one of the hardest things on the planet, man. Yeah, you just you know. That's what they were talking about the other day. That's where people were getting a lot of money from China because China's like oh. China's huge, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, see, but these are things that y- there's no classes for this. Yeah, this is all trial and error. Right, it's just you just got to figure it out. Like, and there's it, no classes for stand. Any, I've never seen a stand-up class that you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been, and then people give stand-up classes, man. I've never yeah. been, I've never been into. I one. never did. Uh, I mean, the only thing that's positive about them is that you're, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to get up. Oh, because in yeah, front of a crowd. Yeah. Well, because yeah, because the store had them, right? The yeah. store had them at, at some point. Uh, uh Mitzi's uh, daughter did. Yeah, Sandy was doing one down in, in La Jolla, but not in L.A. There was none. Oh, okay. I took a stand-up class just so I can, because I wasn't getting up on the list. Uh-huh. Like, I would go by myself, and then I wouldn't get up. And then, like, if you take a class, and you can get up top three. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll, I was bartending, so I was like, I'll just pay to get up. So what? then I was just doing that what in the beginning. At? In, at the at spot? The, yeah, at the comedy spot. Because oh, wow. it was too many people, so I wasn't getting on the list. And I was like, wait, if I can, I'm coming here, and, like, I'm getting, like, I'm spending all day thinking about this thing, and I'm not getting up. Yeah. So then I just did that, and I got up a couple, and they started putting me up more. Yeah. And when did you first start? You said you got up uh, in, in 2012? In 2012. So how I got up, I actually was taking a, uh, I, in my junior college, I was taking an acting class. And so I was just over here, like, roasting people as they came in. This happened in 2010. <laughs> 2010 and then, like, my, uh, my teacher thought I was hella funny, and I was, like, doing, like, an impression of my teacher, like, how he, like, he seduced his wife, but he said he was, like, hella nervous about it. So I'm doing, like, all this, like, random. She was like, you should do comedy. I'm like, uh, no, nah, I'm not. I just tell like some funny stories like that. She was like, that's comedy. And then she literally told me if I didn't do comedy, she was I was going to pass. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm trying to transfer out of here. <laughs> so literally because of that, I got into comedy. And But I never hit an open mic until 2012 because I did a show with Willow Barnes. And um, matter of fact, this date's coming up. Um, Eli Peterson put me up at Tommy T's. And I did like, eh. And then, like, Lyle was like, he was, hey, man, you need to do some open mics. You need mm-hmm. to go here. You need to go to uh, Tutu Hyde. You need to go to Brainwash and all this kind of stuff. You need to get better. Because I hadn't did, at that point, like, stand-up in, like, about nine months. Oh, so, yeah. so, And they gave me, like, ten minutes. So instead of me trying to be funny, I was just trying to fill the ten minutes. <laughs> and that, because, like, just trying to fill. 
it was like not good. Like I told like one joke, it was just like seven minutes long, and it was like cool at first, and then just kind of like stalemated. And I was like, <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, that was a. Uh, um, well, I mean, we're already at uh, an hour twelve, so. Do you know what what I did? I forgot. I, I never really what? talked about this, man. When I first tried to do comedy, I didn't know about how the open mics work. Mm-hmm. So to get a feel for it, I si- I would sign up for karaoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then when I would go up, I would just start talking to the crowd and then not sing. Start fucking around. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, <laughs> like talk to the guy and just just to do that and like try and tell people jokes. Like I didn't know I didn't know how to do. I swear on everything. That's yeah. great. Uh, and then I found out that you know. <laughs> how, long, wait, how, how often were you doing that? How many, how many did you I did it? it like four times, five times, because there was a bar we used to go to, and even the guy was like, "Dude, you know." Then he stopped. He stopped signing me up. Yeah, bet. I bet you'd say, "Oh shit, here we come again." Yeah. Talking to the crowd. John, my buddy John, because I'll tell you, one time I was in Tallahassee, and mm. um, there was a place called Bullwinkles. Uh huh. And they had karaoke, and the guy looked like Barry Manilow that hosted it. So I signed up, and I was with my, my one of my friends. And I went up and I just started, hey, uh, let's hear the fraternity people here. And then they were clapping because it was all, I, I wasn't in college. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, how's, how's it feel to pay for your friends? You know, I, just started, <laughs> I just started ripping on everybody. And, the, uh, and I said, all right, Barry, man, hello, take it easy. You know, and I was just making fun of people. And then, then they, they cut the mic off and they kicked me out. <laughs> then I did it again in, uh, when I was down in uh, another place in like South <laughs> I forgot, I never, I forgot about that until now. Bitch ass dad fucking, uh, was that post? Poetry readings as I start doing stand up. Like, <laughs> it's like, fucking, I'm gonna try a joke. <laughs> Can I tell you? Sl- hey, bitch has a slam poet. <laughs> um, no, and then uh, uh, that was the thing too about the uh, the store when you took me out to the store. Uh, all that, all that fucking uh, crazy shit about it, man. Uh, all the history behind it, like uh, the uh, the ghosts and shit. Yeah, man. Because you were doing podcasts in the basement. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It was great. <laughs> and you said you see you see you seen a ghost once. There, man, a dude on the toilet. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> ghost dude? Yeah, f- freaked the shit out of me, man. Yeah, he said he's. I it. was so bad. I walked out in the hallway, and I and even the look on my face. Dave Taylor goes, "What the fuck did you see?" Like uh-huh. I, I still couldn't figure it out. Yeah, was- I walked to the urinal and I went to pee. And as I walked, there was a dude. The the stall was open, mm-hmm. right? But there was a dude. I see somebody on the fucking toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, no fucking. You know, so I, I take a piss, and as I walk by, and this this is the creepy part, as I'm walking by, he's smiling. Like I see it doing this right in the corner, but I'm not staring at him because somebody's taking a shit. Yeah. So then, as I see him staring at me, I'm like, so I go back. I was I was gonna be like, yo, what are you in jail? Close the thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody was in the fucking toilet, dude. Yeah. And I don't know. And I swear on everything, man. I don't even know if that it's even real. <laughs> I just went in the hallway, and Dave Taylor was like, I, you know, and and I told him. And it was what they say, uh, Gus. Was it Gus? You think? No, that's the guy in, in the. I don't know who the fuck. It was. I, there was a bunch that was there. Like Top Hat was one, and then there was Gus was the one that uh, the medium picked up from Chicago. Mm. Then there was a lady that was in the in the belly room, that they used to do abortions up there. I guess. Oh when shit! It was Ciro. Yeah. There was like all kinds of crazy history and mm. shit that's there because it used to be Ciro's, and it was a gangster place back in the the 40s. There was people murdered there, mm-hmm. uh, in the basement where the. Uh, the podcast stuff is podcast it? is there was a um uh, an area where they 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 were you know they knew a couple murders had happened and then there's a trap door that goes underground and goes all the way up the hill to the other property that the comedy store owned and that's like during prohibition 
they used to run all the guns and alcohol and all mm. that shit. And then when I took you up those stairs, yeah. there was windows because it was almost like a casino looking down on the main room that they used to see who was coming in and where the showgirls would get ready. It's just a fucking amazing Wait, is that trap door still there? That thing still yeah. goes up to the... Yeah, but it's close. It's, the, it's, it's, it's in the main room. If I, I, I could show you where it's at. You can walk on it. Dude, it was, it was nuts because like, uh, uh, I was in there when they, the, the lights were all shut off. And you know when you're a kid and, and you shut the lights off and run to your room? Oh, yeah. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so do that now. <laughs> That's exactly what it felt. The whole room was the whole... The, and it's pitch because it's dark because they paint the walls and everything dark, black. Mm-hmm. So when the lights are off, that room is completely dark. Well, it's it's eerie as fuck. I was like... And then they said they seen a... Uh, um, who was in the parking lot they were talking about? They seen somebody that in the window. That was everybody, man. Uh. Fucking everybody. <laughs> Everybody's seen everybody someone. Everybody saw some motherfucker in a window, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. At one point, at least someone... Or was it, was everybody there? was was sitting up and then we all said the same thing. Uh-huh. We were like, "Who the fuck is in, in the window?" And everybody, and, and you just it, it, there. The, there's a couple of things that have been blown out of proportion, but there's a couple of things that we nobody still can explain. Uh-huh. But that dude in the window was one of them up, <laughs> up in the thing. The other one was when Duncan left, and the uh, now again, though we we're, we're also dealing with comics. <laughs> But the one that was really freaky was um, uh, the chairs were on the table after he he left to go downstairs. And then when he went back up, all the fucking chairs were stacked in the office. Uh-huh. And then the top hat is the one that Mitzi <clears throat> said that she she because she used to her dude. Her office was a comedy uh, museum, bro. Really? Like I, I was in there one time. I mean, dude. There was a, a picture of her, Richard Pryor, with Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Red Fox, Paul Mooney, um, and Arsenio Hall when they did um, Harlem Nights. Mm. So they, they were all, you know, with Mitzi. And Damn. then, you know, her and Robin were very close. And, like, you just see mm. all of these. When you were in her office, it was just, it was huge. Like, her office was, like, the size of this condo. Mm. It had a big glass chandelier. But Top Hat was the one that would always, he had like a, one of those type of, like not a stove, top, not the top, but it was like a Top Hat, you know, like yeah, yeah. a magician oh, okay. hat. Okay, like magician but he would always take his hat like off. Like mid-size. But that's the motherfucker that we, you, we, everybody thought they saw in the window. Uh-huh. But then again, it could be somebody like Duncan <laughs> putting on a fucking Top Hat <laughs> and never say anything because he thinks this shit's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so that's great. So guys. who the fuck knows? Fucking great. Um, well, who stocked the chairs then? If Duncan was like, yeah, you can make sure them doing that shit too. Like, let's freak them out. You work, you work there. Why not? Well, so I'm, I'm guessing when he quit, he yeah. was like, he was like, he said, bye. I have, he'll tell you, I saw some shit, man." Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he probably started doing that because what? he kept thinking y'all think? was stacking chairs <laughs> when he went downstairs. Like, one of your motherfuckers here stacking chairs. Did they fix the bullet hole? Did they fix it or no? I think that's no, that's still there. That's oh. gonna stay there forever. Oh, okay, forever, forever. When you when you got past, like, what what were the huge acts that were coming through? Did you see? Was like, who was the big like? Uh, I mean, they're all still there. It was uh, Eddie Griffin was always there. Dice was there. Mm-hmm. Rogan was there. Um, who else used to come in all the time, man? You was Martin Lawrence was like Martin there? Lawrence oh, would be shit. there. Yeah. yeah, Chris Tucker. At all uh, Chris, he stopped doing comedy is, for a while. Yeah. Is a lot of that stuff blown out of proportion? Like how people would, you know, during the Rincia day, like running lights or like just like going, doing no, hours? No, not and stuff? at all. <laughs> that's, exactly what, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Listen, man. Tell, I, hey, 
tell him to. Yeah. <laughs> the San Diego one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know you don't want to drop names. Yeah. So I was no, like, man. Um, I just... No, I'm saying Eddie, Eddie Griffin was known for going very long. Right? <laughs> and, and I was in San Diego one time. I had a show at, I, I had a 12 15 spot. I had a show at, um, yeah, nine. It was the show was supposed to start at 9 30 in, in San Diego. So I was going to go do my 30 minutes or 20 minutes. I was middling. I was opening for wheels. <laughs> and then just get in the car, drive to the comedy store. I would have plenty of time because it's only a two hour drive. I would have put me back at 9, 10, 11, 30. So easy. Latest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, my, and at 12, 15 and nobody ever ran on time. So 9 o'clock comes around. The show hasn't started. 9.30, the show hasn't started. I'm getting nervous. 10 o'clock. So I call, I call uh, the cover booth. And uh, Steve Renazizi was working at the time at the cover booth. Mm. So I said, yo, man, I'm, I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm going to make it in time. You know? I, cause, and he goes, dude, don't worry about it. He goes, uh, we started late, and Eddie's going up right now, Eddie Griffin. So I said, all right. So again, we start running a little late. And I call, and he's like, yeah, no, Eddie's been on for uh, about 15 minutes already. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, fine. I, that's at least an hour. Yeah, you're good. Yo, I did my set, drove from San Diego to Hollywood, and this dude was still on stage, man. I'm not exaggerating. And then he was still on for like another hour after that. And it was like 1 in the morning, man, 1.15, and he left. He, he was done. And Mitzi said, you can't do that, you know? But no, that was – and, you know, Rogan is – Rogan was um, always uh, see that was the thing when Joe when, when Joe was in the room like you always were like yo man you, you feel like like an older brother's watching you like you, you didn't want to you know what I mean yeah yeah you don't want to let him down uh, you just didn't want to feel hacky <laughs> yeah you know? it's like all right yeah. the um that's funny man there was a uh, you were saying something else too I was trying to think of the uh, the story oh because uh, uh, Clay Dice because you said you you. Cause you you grew up watching Dice, and then, yeah, you, and then you go to the store, and you're like, "I'm kicking it with." Dice. Yeah, I know. All the first time I saw him, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it was like it's I'm like, like holy shit! Yeah, I, I literally got uh, pinched. I was I, I broke into well the, I was in the movie theater and I broke into the uh, the case to steal the Fort Fairlane poster. Oh. <laughs> and I stole it, man, and I, and I folded it up. And got it was in North, I was in North Carolina when I did it. <laughs> and I had this Fort Fairlane poster. Like I, I literally, man, was you know. Yeah. I used to think he was the funniest dude on the planet, man. Uh -huh. He still is, man. He's funny, man, dude. dude that, that guy. I mean, look, is he a legend? Absolutely. But with, as a comic, I see him differently now. Uh huh. I see his genius even differently. To, when I wasn't a, a comic, I just thought he was funny. You know, this crazy shit he was saying. So mm -hmm. I got my tongue up this chick's ass. <laughs> you're, 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 you're 16. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I remember seeing him actually in middle school when he was on the Rodney Dangerfield thing. Uh -huh. And then he really blew up. Like, this is like 85. Leather man. jacket. Yeah, yeah. dude. Like and you know, when he comes dice in, rules. he's fucking... <laughs> dude, oh, yeah. he's like Shooting for the five cuffs. minutes. Fucking <laughs> Cigarette <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> that shit yeah. was... Ready? Did you ever see him that ridiculous championship belt on? <laughs> yeah. And then he's like... What the fuck is this guy doing? And I just thought it was the greatest thing ever. As I got into comedy and as I knew him better and as I was able to see how the man thinks, then you get to see the genius in it. Uh, and that's the brilliance of that guy. There are people that, oh, it's stupid, it's stupid. You don't understand <laughs> the nuances and brilliance. Like, this, if, if I would say if there's one thing that a comic could get out of dice, if you ever watch him live and, and at the store, it's fucking non stop commitment. Yes, that's he does <laughs> not. 
break commitment. He would go up on stage. I'm not even kidding. And the crowd's clapping. And he would sit there and he walks over, he adjusts the mic, he steps back. Like a director. And he goes over and then he'll go like, check. And he goes back and he's looking and he's doing this for like five minutes. Right? And then when he, when he thinks it's perfect, he walks over and then he takes out the cigarette and he goes... <laughs> and and, and it's been like eight minutes (laughs) and then he goes so I'm at the pool today breaking in a new cologne (laughs) and it's just fucking genius and we're dying going and then there's people that just don't get it yeah yeah, you know what I mean but if you get it yeah, that commitment, that 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 let's let's go all the way in, fuck it, dude. But this, that that was the thing, man. When you first get there and you see all these people that you are like, holy shit, I just seen this dude on TV when I was like twelve, and yeah, oh my god, I remember when Eddie Murphy came in one night, I was fucking like, holy shit, yeah, because Delirious is what I, I has got me into stand up. I th- that's still my favorite special of all. I think it's flawless. Uh-huh. Um, he was so young Delirious. when he did those specials. <laughs> yeah, man, so that's young. so crazy. Like, What's also I, crazy is like I didn't know how much he borrowed premises he borrowed from prior. I didn't uh-huh. know. I didn't know that. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Oh but, yeah. If you go back and listen to prior stuff, yeah, and yeah. Martin Lawrence's stuff, like the, some of the. Well, no. Well, stuff. Eddie was before Martin. Way oh yeah, Martin. I'm saying like I'll hear like some of the same premises in prior. Oh stuff. oh. I hear Ed- him later. I'm like, oh damn. That's yeah like yeah. Thing. You hear him in other com- but yeah. I mean Eddie pretty much. But he was only 21 when he did Delirious. Man. Yeah. So you got to figure, but he was 16 when he pretty much started, started comedy. That's what I heard, yeah, yeah. Right? You know how he got the job, right? On uh, Saturday Night Live? Because of Charlie Barnett. Yeah, right? dude. Yeah. And if, the, if people don't know who he is, there's a movie called DC Cab. Charlie Barnett was your white bread, chicken shit, huckleberry. With the, <laughs> but he had like those big ah! ass, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> with the dick fingers. He had those, he had that, those fucked up fingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was one of them cats that was originally that Chappelle actually, is, that used to do uh, in the park, at, in Washington Square Park. He would, he would have a mic and um, Charlie Barnett would do comedy there and he was like a comedy genius. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, again, I'm just, this, is, this isn't like insider information. You can Google this shit. It's something I read. <laughs> but uh, apparently Eddie Eddie, uh, yeah, right. uh, Eddie auditioned he, he didn't get He didn't get passed And then They hired Charlie Barnett But when they got to the, Charlie couldn't read Yeah Like he could not read anything So they're like What the fuck We just hired somebody The whole thing is on a prompter Yeah Yeah So they're like We gotta get rid of him And then like We'll go get that The other young kid Get the other black kid We need him right away wow, Cause they, they were debating him And then Eddie got the call Yeah oh, And then you know this motherfucker was is still to this day. I think is the most talented. Mm-hmm. You can catch him on. He's on. He's he's got, he's on Def Jam. He's got a he's got a spot on Def Jam. You can check it out. Too. Who Eddie Murphy? No, uh, Charlie Burnett. I was about to say. I was like, mm-hmm. what spot is that? No, Char- uh, Char- uh, that you're talking about Charlie still. But, but when, no. what year? What year did he die? He died. I, think, I want to say 95, 90, maybe ninety four. Um, and because him and uh, uh, the other comic too that died of uh, overdose, uh, uh, Rich 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 Avilas, Rich Avilas. Um, I don't know. He's the bad guy on Ghost. Remember Ghost? Yeah. Yeah, he's the bad guy on Ghost. He's the one that, that kills Swayze. He was a comic. Yeah, he was a comic. Oh, he yeah. was a com- the, the Puerto the Rican. Oh, he's okay. a Puerto, yeah, yeah. He's a Puerto he, Rican doing long hair. He's, yeah. he's, he always plays like a weird looking yeah. bad dude. Yeah, yeah, him. Those guys are both comics, and um, uh, uh, they would they would have to, apparently there's a story that uh, Katz has t- says one time Barry Katz is like yeah that those guys used to um, they used to get high together him and Charlie Barnett and what they would do is they'd split up the money that they'd either stole or, or, or hustled or, or from or from a, a, a stand-up show and they'd go split they do a, 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 a co-headline thing split the money 
and then the change they would they would fist fight each other for the change and whoever won got to keep the change and go buy more uh smack and shit like that it was interesting man but uh <laughs> dude it's crazy man it, 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 what's crazy is how crazy our businesses yeah man. uh uh what you call it another guy that has great stories or great like drug uh uh um Oh, I'm losing. I'm missing the name now. We see him in. We seen him in Jersey when we were in Jersey uh, at the radio station. Fuck. He talks with a with the lisp. He's always on fucking. Uh, oh, uh, Rich Voss. Yes, Rich Voss. He has a story about how he go. He was that's tell- that's the first. First dude I opened for. Rich Voss. Yeah. yeah Rich Voss. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was, he has a story about his saying that. Uh, he goes, yeah, we took out this little young open micer from Arizona. He was coming out to New York all bright-eyed and didn't, you know, he's like, so we're like, hey, fucking come on, man, get in the car. We're going to, you know, after the show, we'll give you a ride home because you don't know your way around New York. And he goes, but we ended up, he goes, uh, first we had to make a stop, though. So I went to go get some uh, some crank or some crack or something like that. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, this little kid's in the in the car fucking flipping out his first day in New York. He's out here with us uh, fucking scoring uh, heroin and cranking in bad neighborhoods. He goes, yeah, man. A guy ended up being Dave Sh- uh, uh, David Spade. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> David Spade's first day in New York. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, no, it's a trip though, man. To, uh, 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 running because, like you said, too, the because um, when you would take me to the store, when I go to the store, when we went back in the green room. You know, you, like you said, to see these people on TV or something like that, because it was just so insane. Um, like, because I sat on the couch and like Rogan is next, is sitting down, and then you know, and then and and I think Brian Persane was in the room too with us, and so it was uh, Harvey, right, Harvey. Uh, on half baked, fucking uh, Neil Brennan. Not Neil Brennan. Um, the one that's that kills the butter, kills the. Horse. I've never seen it. Who? Harlan Williams. Oh, Harlan. oh he's funny, dude. He's great. <laughs> well, that's nice. Yeah, that way he talks. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> yeah, and they're great, man. It was, it was. Okay, everyone was chilling and going, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it was just such a a, a crazy, surreal thing for a minute. Because then the door opens up and opens up, and it's and your cook, mom and it's cook. Oh. No, no. <laughs> it's Dane Cook. Just like, what's up, fellas? And just, <laughs> <laughs> well, I always say to people, man, which is true. Like, could you imagine, like, you're you're a fan of the NFL, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And you're like, all right, there's a place you can go to. That not only are you gonna be drinking there, uh. but you're gonna see like Roger Staubach hanging out with Tom Brady, mm-hmm. right? And and uh, Mahomes is gonna be there, like you know, it's yeah. like, and you just see these people walking around, yeah, right. So you, at the store, it's what that is, man. You're it's, gonna see you you see legends just sitting there. It's a trip, hanging out their notebooks. The only difference is they pull into a more expensive car than yeah, because that's that's another thing too. And then, but everybody's in the back just shooting the shit because at the end of the day we're all comics. We're all mm-hmm. comics. Everyone's cool as shit. It was like coworker type of shit. It was like I was like, oh okay, just you know, be cool, just yeah. chill and yeah. like you said before, like they all know those guys, those those type of comics, they all know the the, the level that they had to go through. So they. It's that you can tell who still has a conscious remember. Well, again, man, like these two guys are fighting right here, right? O'Malley and Vera. Yeah, they got to fight, right? As mm-hmm. a comic, it, you, I don't give a fuck if you've won eighteen Academy Awards, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. right? If you ain't funny on that motherfucker, you got you got five minutes. Yep. Yeah, where people be like, "All right, is this dude gonna say something funny?" Yeah. Uh, so the it, the whole process is humbling in itself. Mm. Yeah, right? super. So extremely. you know you have to you have to respect the creative process. You can't disrespect it. Mm-hmm. You know that it's it's that's that's the humbling thing. You know. So you can. I'm saying if even Chris Rock when he was working out for the Academy Awards, he brought that notebook on stage and he's writing t- fine tuning these jokes mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he's gonna have to perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you it's a process. You it's yeah. not because comedy is not like a, a musician where you can just perform in your fucking garage. Yeah, you yeah. need you a, need an audience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you need a, you need to feel the gauge. That's why it's so hard right now. 
It's right. su- and that's why I, even like with the with the Zoom shit, like people are like, oh, you that's why I, yeah. I can't really do it because I need the audience, I need the feedback, I need the constant, you know, the 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 instant because I think yeah. the, the Zoom, energy too, man. Energy yeah. in the room. I mean, with with through a laptop. You gotta worry Wi-Fi. You gotta worry about uh, yeah. if people they're distracted. Are, people are doing stuff too. Like if yeah. you look at their screen, sometimes mm-hmm. people are like fixing stuff in their room. Mm-hmm. They're not like really listening. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't done that Zoom shit. No, I mean I haven't. I'm just, I've I've done it mainly just because uh, I do it on my phone because I get better reception on my phone than on my <laughs> laptop because my Wi-Fi be shitty. My little brother plays video games, so he be taking up all the Wi-Fi. You ain't shit. gotta explain the situation. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I do it. I, I started. I, st- I started doing it because it's just like good practice. It's good. Like it's like practice, but it is. Everything's delayed. Mm. Everything. It's like it seems like you have to be a lot more patient with everything. Like you have to tell a joke, wait, and then stuff like that. Sometimes I usually just be going and going and like hear people laughing. But that's. The, but the thing that bothers me though with that is like I feel like that is. Uh that's it's a patch for that. I'm not going to use this anymore. As soon as this thing is over, I'm, we're never going to go to laptop shows again. You know, it's like it's 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 all for not. So it's like, you know what? How about you just for me, for, for me, not saying anybody should do this, but like for me, I'm like, yo, let me just focus on myself and mm-hmm. go back to living life. Because for a minute, being a comic, did he get down? Oh, oh fuck beat O'Malley. I, I told you I was going to go uh, for this guy. Stopped him. Oh, did he shit. hurt his ankle? I think he. Oh, shit. Something must have happened. To, Look at it. on his ankle. Oh, bitch ass dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. What happened? You know what? Fuck it, we're all we're all coming. Yeah, we're done now. We're done. All right, shit. All right, let's go. All right, thank you guys for uh, shooting out. And you want to say uh, where anybody can catch you at, Robert? Uh, at Bob Yamoto, or uh, yeah. But, okay, and then uh, catch me at Corday Major Day on Instagram. All right, and at Sylvia's uh, man <laughs> <laughs> at com. <laughs> no, uh, uh, yeah, it's at Brett. Or, uh, just go to Brett Comedy. Brett with one T Comedy dot com and. All my links are there. What happened? Did he, did he, he get hurt? You can yeah, check out. Hurt his leg. Check yeah. out the special too. The special's for free. The yeah. uh, 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 principal uh, principal's, principal's office. office. Yeah. 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 You, you, When's that other one come out? I don't know yet. We're still. Uh, we just finished the editing. I sent it to you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What you got? I'll 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 bust that out. Fuck him. I'll give it yeah. to you guys. You guys are all. <laughs> <laughs> I, all my all three of my listeners can get it. <laughs> all right. <laughs>